Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Cold. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Ooh, that's cold. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. No complaints. No complaints. Which is rare for me, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So shall we move ahead? Yeah, I think we should just like keep moving ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> just keep moving just keep moving 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 <laughs> moving ahead uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 1016 titled you guessed it moving ahead <laughs> i want to continue this in a dory moving ahead moving ahead. <laughs> <laughs> i need to understand what this title means moving ahead hmm like what does this mean in the context of this episode i don't know like does it does it imply like is it lucy situation do you think moving forward but, but see that's different than moving ahead. ahead like moving ahead with things i don't know i guess so i maybe does that apply to simon too mm, maybe mm, i don't know I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's get into it. Wait, who else had a fucking story? <laughs> well, Annie and Ruthie. Oh, that was kind of cute. Yeah. Kind of weird, but kind of cute. Um, so the Amazon Prime spoiler for this episode Ooh. is Lucy suspects she may be pregnant. Mm. Which does she, she? She doesn't. I know. I mean, I'm like, does she? Kevin does. She, but she clearly does enough where she goes to the doctor. You know yeah. what I mean? So maybe that's what that's referring to. I don't know. Okay. Um, the DVD description is Lucy dreams of her dead grandmother who offers cryptic advice. While Rose and Simon argue about old relationships, Annie bonds with Ruthie at home. Hmm. Okay. It's funny to me. It's always been really funny to me how the DVD descriptions like use commas instead of periods. Like, (laughs) like the, the Rose and Simon thing have nothing to do with the Annie and Ruthie thing. Yeah. But just to save themselves having to write a, like a third sentence, they say like, while so-and-so, <laughs> da-da-da. And it's like, the, these are not related at all. Like, Just write them as two different sentences because they're two different storylines. Come on, people. Get with the times. I mean, geez. <laughs> the times being 2007. Yeah. Or six, rather. Oh. <laughs> um, so... I, so this episode aired on February 27th, oh, 2006. Okay. Which I really... Wait, 2006? Yes. Yes, that tracks. I know, I know. Because it's, it's the back half of season 10. I know, but to that, I don't... <laughs> the fact that it's that late in, in the game, yeah. I know. Right, and so the reason I bring that up to begin with is because this episode very much like dates itself in like the time, you know, like mm-hmm. specifically... When it comes to all the cell phone and laptop oh, conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. because when you think, when I think back on like my life in 2006, right? Yeah. Like here I am, it's my first year or even my second year. No, it would have been my first year of college. College. Yeah. Um, at like, especially in February of 06, mm-hmm. would have been, I would have still been a freshman. Yeah. And I definitely had a cell phone. Yeah. And in fact, if I if I think about it, I'm probably already even had a smartphone at that time. Like it was a premature version of a smartphone. Yeah. It wasn't an iPhone or anything like that. It was no, like, definitely not. not. It was you know what me. it was. I'll tell you. It was a Samsung uh-huh. smartphone 
where the top half was a screen. Okay. And then the bottom half was like a full keyboard. Nice. And um and the operating system on it was Windows. So Ooh. like so like it had like a start button and then you would open the start menu yeah. and you'd get like all your apps and stuff. Awesome. And or not it wasn't even apps. It was things like Word and Excel mm-hmm. and shit. Like it was like full on Windows. Yeah. On a tiny little like two by one screen like it was like so crazy to think about that was that's what a smartphone was yeah just like 12 years ago or whatever like <laughs> where like how far we've come i know or 13 years ago but yeah i i can't remember my mind was not a flip phone but basically um a full screen and a keyboard uh-huh. so it would flip open like a book Ooh, see mine and, mine wasn't a flip mine was just a flat you know yeah. like a brick oh okay and i yeah. think it was a samsung and i had that and then i switched over to blackberries fuck i miss the blackberries i never had a blackberry i really <sighs> feel like i missed out it but was I feel so like my fun. samsung was pretty close to that i'm you sure know I mean? yeah, like yeah in, no. the, in the look and feel of it anyway mm-hmm. like it was pretty yeah comparable but the worst was though when everybody has an iphone and everyone's trying to text you shit you're like i can't get it <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like okay when did iphones start coming out like i don't think iphones even existed in 2006 I, well no they were yeah they were really? around i think fuck in my or was head, it 2008 been like oh seven ish is when maybe the birth of the iphone i could be wrong i really don't know because i was a late adopter to yeah. the iphone and then i only ever had one in my life did you always have a laptop no so that was one thing so i remember laptops just being so expensive yes like, like prohibitively so yeah to where like middle class people didn't really always have one i think you uh, know yeah i mean i guess maybe that's not true because i guess dells were a thing that dells were, were okay i had a dell see i never but, had but, a dell but i never had a dell in um in the beginning of like my college years yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think i that's was like right. two years in or almost three years in that's when i got that's my right. own laptop because yeah because i definitely remember in college days like i didn't have laptops in fact the cool thing that my school would do ucla go bruins eight clap all the way um <laughs> is at the library yeah they had these like rent like loaner laptops you okay. could like check out essentially for like a day or whatever Damn. Or however however many hours. I think it was like it was like um, based on the popularity of them. So like so like you would go and they'd be like, okay, we can give you one for four hours. Or if they had enough in stock, they you could take it for a day. Kind of you know like okay. like like a library book that you yeah. can either renew or not based on if there's a hold on it or that something. Is, you know that's awesome. It was really cool. So like you'd see people in class and stuff like write like taking their notes on a school loaner because then because then you could like email yourself the notes or you know whatever that's amazing i love that very cool or like print them out or whatever and then the really other cool thing is i think and i think most schools do this i don't actually know i only have my one experience but we got like when you when you um, enrolled you got a school email address so like so like everyone had email just for being a student there like even if you didn't have like your own gmail or whatever like at least you had your school email account you know which was really cool if you think about it like just to have that and then when you graduated like you could roll it forward so like you could have it where because eventually they'll decommission your email Mm -hmm. address for the bandwidth and all that shit but like but you could have it where and if you got any emails to that email address at Mm -hmm. least for a couple of years it would forward to your personal so that you wouldn't like you know in that transition period like you wouldn't lose any like important things or Mm -hmm. whatever like it was really cool that is awesome um so 
Yeah. So like, oh, six, man. You know, like, like, it's funny because you think about it and it feels so long ago. I know. But technologically speaking, I mean, we've come a long way. But at the same time, like what we think of the the techscape of like today, like kind of was probably birthed around that time, you know, Mm -hmm. like cell phones, laptops, like everyone's got one of those now. But like nine. Oh god. T9 texting? I can't. I can't with T9. Never again. <laughs> I'm sure some people are like, "Oh, that was so easy." I'm like, mm. "Well, it, you know, I will say this, it did make texting while driving really easy." <laughs> <laughs> Because you could totally feel your way around yeah. the keys without looking at them. Dude, man, you know? that was like, when I think about it, I was so good oh, at that we were shit. pros. We were fucking pros at knowing exactly how many clicks yeah. it would take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. Like That was the beginning of autocorrect, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, it's so crazy to think of like, I mean, I can't even function without a touchscreen right now. Like... Like, I don't even know, like, it's like, it's really funny, like, even little things, like, my, my computer, my personal computer is a touchscreen tablet, like, like, there's so many things I just take for granted that, that are not standard, like, on a normal laptop or whatever, like, like, just pressing the field and then typing, or, you know, like, without having to, like, navigate to the field and shit, like, it's, like, so funny. But at work, do you have that? Like, it's not a touchscreen, right? no, 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 my work laptop is, like a lamo there you like, go hp whatever something that keeps you humble yeah 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 <laughs> yeah totally and that's the other thing is scrolling i hate using my trackpad ah i hate it yeah i'd rather scroll with my finger on the screen i know or use a mouse but i hate using the goddamn trackpad <laughs> like i don't have the like what's that like the fine motor skills mm-hmm. like i lack the fine motor skills to expertly use a trackpad on my laptop (laughs) this is like my forever problem (laughs) yeah so that's enough about us (laughs) Um, about us so yeah so basically the episode opens with lucy abed and um the ghost of grandma jenny appearing i didn't think we were gonna see grandma jenny well i knew because i read the description like okay. I, like or the yeah i read the dvd description so i was like oh well dead grandma it's grandma like she doesn't have any other dead grandmas i know i know it's grandma jenny but i didn't think i was gonna see the actress oh i really didn't think only because you know grandpa pete charles ain't around that's true so but she and is, i didn't and i didn't pay attention to how old she really was i actually think alice Herson is alive today like today as we record this i think she's still i alive. apologize <laughs> no I, i'm i'm not like saying that as like a shame on you thing i'm just I saying know. like if i think about it i actually don't think she's passed away as of this recording wow watch we like will it to life oh, oh my please God. no um, like by the, by the time this releases, she's gone. Like, jeez, <laughs> oh, um, which isn't far from today, anyway. I know. Sorry, this is like way too behind the curtain. But I didn't think that I was yeah, going yeah, to yeah. see her. So, I thought it might so have been another think- actor. Oh, oh. I see that would be silly. Why would they it do would that? Be. I know. I know. I could see where. I don't know. It's seventh heaven. Anything that's, goes. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. But I, I maybe they could have just used her voice for something, but. I just think like from a meta perspective, right? Like they wouldn't yeah. have written her in yeah. if they couldn't get her. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Because because anything could have happened or like rather as far as a device to get Lucy to like trip out for a day, yeah. like anything could have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they could have used any device to make that happen. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't have to be Grandma Jenny appearing to her in a dream. You know? True. Um, 
So she comes and she's like knitting some shit. Yeah. And she's all talking about how it's going to be a sweater for her baby or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Lucy's like, well, we just started trying. So I don't know. Like, it's like your dead grandma doesn't need to know about your sexual habits. Lucy, like, get it together. Um, but then she does that thing like so like the two minute silent scene in this episode is basically mm-hmm. just Lucy like doing all kinds of insane shit to try to get Kevin to wake up so oh, that she yeah. can talk to him about it moving around <clears throat> she like throws the dog on his face yeah. like she pulls his pillow out from under him she's like shaking the blankets and shit and it's like you are so annoying like <laughs> like there's no way he's not already awake and he's clearly not trying to engage with you right now so just yeah. go to sleep you crazy person and talk in the morning like, I mean would you go to sleep when your grandma came to visit you well, um, well, okay, probably not because of the very specific thing that Grandma Jenny tells her, which is like, um, you're going to have many children. Yeah. And, you know, and then and then she ends it with like, oh, I shouldn't even be talking about this stuff. This is going to be a challenging enough day for you kind of thing. Yeah. And then she like disappears. So then Lucy's left like obviously like tripping out about what does this premonition mean? Mm. And that's essentially what it is, right? Is like the Grandma Jenny of it all is just Lucy's like intuition and her own like, you know, like connection to the universe, which yeah. is telling her things, you know what I mean? Like, like especially that scene in the, in the doctor waiting room yeah. where she's like, when grandma Johnny's like, this kid's going to be cool. This one's going to go to jail. This, yeah. You know, like all that shit is just like Lucy, like being plugged into the universe of like, yeah. you know, that connection to humanity or whatever. Look at her knit. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> the way she stabs the yarn. Like, what do you t- like, it's so weird, some of the shit that Grandma mm-hmm. Jenny says. She's like, cookie. <laughs> Trying to make a sweater for Grandpa. I don't think it's going to work. Which, okay, can we talk about that for a second? I, had, I, was, I was just going to blow past it, but since it's, since it's been brought up, oh. what exactly happens to Ginger when she goes to the afterlife maybe she meets up with her first husband okay is that what's gonna happen no i don't know did her first husband even die ah that's the question i don't remember i don't remember the circumstances i don't know because i mean do you have to make a deal about that see okay because it's like i'd love to believe that grandma jenny and grandpa pete charles are reunited in heaven yeah that's really sweet but I mean, Ginger, though, I, <laughs> you know, like they can just be that a was real, too. You know, they can like, just be a thruple up there <laughs> or a quadruple or whatever. <laughs> with Ginger's ex or first rather. I guess so. I mean, yeah, I guess it didn't occur to me that Ginger would also then have her ex-husband. They didn't. I think Ginger's husband did pass away because her kids because right. her that's kids right. were also against that's the, right. the wedding. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. It would have been a very different story if she was just like a divorcee yeah. or something. Yeah. Listen to us trying to recall season two <laughs> or no. three. Was it that long ago, man? Mm. Yeah. Wow. It had to be. I mean, I believe you. Right? Damn. Yeah. This is us. Because Grandma Jenny died pre the twins. Grandma we knew Grandma Jenny was sick from the first episode. No, I know. But then and she, but passed she didn't away. die right away. She, didn't she pass away within the first season? Yeah, I guess that's true. Damn. God, see, okay. On the one hand, this podcast seems like it's been going on forever. But on the other hand, it's like, where did the time go? Guys, it's <laughs> been two years. Come on, it's been a while, right? It's been two and a half, dude. Okay. Yeah. 
So I it's know, been a while. It's been a it's been a while. It's been a while. But if you guys can recall season two, because our listeners are Seventh Heaven fans, oh, and we are just are now getting the into this. Yeah. Well, not now, but you know what I mean. As of two and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we can't remember it because we're binge watching it. Like, That's true. I, when you, it's binge- all just in one ear out the other. Yeah. When yeah. I, I hate binging for that reason. But it's anyways, true. all right. It's not about that. I mean, in a way we are, but in the other way, we're not binging it either. Like, I mean, I have only ever when watched did we two take episodes a, break? a week. Okay. But when did we take a break? Oh, well, we've taken a couple of hiatuses in our two and a half years, especially uh, around the holidays. It's never been a month. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, anyway. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> Maybe our longest break is when I went to Italy. Yeah, I think so. A couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah anyway <laughs> a couple of years ago <laughs> like no one cares um uh they should they should go to your you know instagram and see those italy photos i don't have a ton but yes they're there they were stunning oh i feel like my photo game was way stronger when i when i did my uk trip Ooh. like i was more inspired to take photos on that trip than well, i was in italy you were you were totally psyched for that one i know you God, were like the trip of a lifetime look, yeah you were looking forward to that for like years for my entire life yeah <laughs> since i was nine <laughs> there you go anyway Stroll. so so she wakes up and lucy that is and she's like kevin get the fuck up and he's like no so then <laughs> no okay but he's also kind of a dickwad about it like when she's like she's like you have to be awake by now he's like no i'm not and then he's yeah like, and then she and then he finally is like okay what and she tells him he's like well i don't really want to talk right now so talk to yourself and it's like god damn it kevin like yeah this these people annoy me like their relationship the 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 inner workings of their relationship mm-hmm. are so bizarre to me they don't feel like real people like i don't they they don't seem to function like a real couple would function i think i don't know how to explain it i feel like with annie and eric because we know that they were a couple when they started. The the conversations are better. The dynamic is better. The dialogue is better between the two, right? Mm. With with uh, Lucy and Kevin, what I feel like they do is they put an argument in there to suit the fancy of what they want to project in the show. Okay, you just said that so eloquently. I totally get what you mean. But I just feel like that's what they do. No, like, you're right. it, It's not about the relationship. It's about what I'm trying to say. And I'm going to push it through yeah, these people. You're right. And you're absolutely right about that. It's And it's not about like, let me show you the intimacy between these that's two. Right. Yeah. Eric and Annie got that. Yeah. They're never going to have what we affectionately call the sausage being made moment. Yeah. Between Kevin and Lucy. Like, that's just never going to be. Exactly. With... Mm, I mean, there might have been a couple moments like that, yeah, maybe, maybe, but throughout their time together or whatever. But yeah, you're right that with Eric and Annie, when they're just in their little couple dumb, mm-hmm. like they get to just be a couple. Whereas with Kevin and Lucy, it's always like trying to like tell, make a point or like illustrate a larger yeah. plot point or whatever. Like, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like I need to give up on them yeah. as a couple. Like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're totally right. I get it. I mean, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't get why Brenda Hampton did that, but there yeah. You um, so, so anyway, so then when she wakes up in the morning, she's like, "Oh, I've got some things to do, or whatever." 
I'm not going to go to that meeting I'm supposed to go to. Oh, yeah. And when I get home, I want to make steak and salad and baked potatoes. And she's How like, good did that meal sound? Amazing. <laughs> Mind you, that is like my favorite meal of all. Like like a good like like steak and potatoes with vegetables meal is like the winner. Like that's like, like that would be my last meal if I was ever on death row. Like, um, so anyway, so then when she's saying all that stuff, Kevin's like, oh, like, so are you hearing yourself? Yeah. Like, wow. Wow, what? Am I the only one who realizes that you're, we're pregnant? Get out of here. No way. I mean, we've barely been trying. Hey, I don't know about you, but I've been giving it my very best shot. And you always had to have steak when you were pregnant with Savannah. We're having a baby. Listen to me. If every woman who wanted a steak was pregnant, they'd sell maternity wear at Sizzler's. And I will tell you when we're having a baby, because you know what? I will be the first to know. Okay, I gotta say, I love that Sizzler line. Yeah. I think it totally lands. <laughs> it's very funny. <gasps> it's a good one. Yeah, I thought I so, gotta, too. I, 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 gotta, I gotta give it up to Brenda on that one. Um, I also think it's funny that Lucy is, like, so sure she's not pregnant. Yeah. Like, where... I mean, it's it's a simple it's a simple numbers game, right? Like, yeah. like if she's able to go to the doctor that day and find out she is pregnant, she should have been able to do the math and know she was already. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, true. Because, because even a blood test won't be necessarily positive if it's not late enough in the game, mm-hmm. right? Or am I wrong about that? I'm not. <sighs> I'll, I'll profess I'm not an expert of pregnancy. You know, with that stuff, I have no idea. Because, because, okay, because I know, like. The, like the stick pregnancy test yeah. you have to be a certain number of days along mm-hmm. or whatever exactly but i always thought that that was also true of blood tests mm. maybe give or take a couple of days but i don't know that it could be like weeks earlier to where she wouldn't know okay now i gotta google right anyway yeah. whatever don't fact check us um <laughs> so so she's like no no you're stupid right and then cut to she's at the doctor's office yeah and she like she's like i need to be seen today um and then sure enough Jen- jenny visits her again and um is telling her like all about you know um, well lucy's whole thing is like she's tripping about this challenging day she's supposed to be having for yeah. jenny's first she's arrival. thinking worst case scenario with her entire family well, right and she's like checking up on everybody making sure yeah that they're all okay and then and then going to the doctor's office and then spoiler alert she finds out she's pregnant yep um but in the meantime, the world is moving forward. So yeah. there's this women's meeting thing that's supposed to be happening today. Okay. Um, <laughs> women's meeting. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is okay. This is what I want to talk about. Eric is such a like gross, sexist, like misogynist asshole in mm. this moment where Lucy says that she's not going to go to this thing. So he tries to like pawn it off. Mm-hmm. on Annie mm-hmm. and the reason he gives is just like god like you're so gross man the community leader is supposed to be Lucy not me teen girls are really more her area what did you do before Lucy well, I just went by myself and did the best I could well do the best you can again yeah, but but you're a mom and you you have a teenage daughter I mean this meeting is practically calling your name. But I'm not a community leader. Hey, don't put yourself down like that. There are people in this community who would follow you anywhere. And it's it's really a woman's meeting. Please. Ugh. 
hey, don't put yourself down like that. Bitch, I don't need you to tell me not to put myself down like that. I'm yeah. not putting myself down like that. Like, who are you? He's so... It's, it's the, just, it's cringy. It's annoying because you know he doesn't want to be there and he's pawning it off to her, yeah. but but it's the process of how he's doing it. You're like, oh, come on. Mind you, all he would have to say to his wife is like, I don't feel like going. I don't really want to go. Do you mind taking care of this for me? Yeah. Like, really? Are you trying to manipulate your wife right now? Like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, Eric. <laughs> like, gee, like, you're trying to <sighs> convince me, but the shit you're saying isn't right. He's such an asshole, but I love it. So when Lucy comes, cause she, she wants to like check up on everybody, yeah. but then sees that Annie and Ruthie are home. Like she's like, and then she goes like, Oh, like, are you going to go to this meeting thing? And Annie's like, well, yeah, like you're not going and your yeah. dad doesn't want to go. And Lucy's like, okay, no one has to go. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, I don't love this blase attitude towards like community outreach events and things because yeah. she's she basically says it like well my my program's free and i have no money to give so really i'm just not gonna go because like what like who cares like i'm not i'm not impacted but it's like it's not really about that though right it's yeah. about the community it's about women getting together and trying to solution community problems yeah and if you can be helpful in any way towards that like you should be there you know what yeah. i mean or somebody should if she not says you. she says just as much like it's a bunch of women complaining and then they don't have enough money to figure out the problem it's Which, like like okay well, so then, are you okay, gonna so, be part of the problem yeah and also okay f- how many meetings have they been having that no one has the money to give and they're all complaining it's like why isn't there any solution well it's like whatever i mean i don't need to yeah. know all that no obviously. no no but i but but you're hitting on the thing which is like you know Part of the problem is people like you who are just like, well, I have no money to give and my program's free, so I'm yeah. good, you know? And it's like, yeah, if we all thought like that, nothing would get done, i.e. this meeting, clearly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if you went, if you put your best foot forward, if you were involved in the community as you claim you want to be as a minister and shit, yeah. like, then go do it. That being said, I don't think there's really any harm in missing one meeting. Yeah. But... And I don't know that this attitude of hers in this instance is indicative of how she feels about this meeting in general necessarily. True. But it's like, imagine if we all thought like that all the time. Yeah. Of course nothing's going to get done. Hell you no. Know? Like we are the problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so of course she says all that and then we cut to this meeting and the, the chairperson woman is like trying to like talk to everybody. No one's paying attention. Everyone's like yeah. in their own tables, like meeting or like everyone's like just in their own plate of food or whatever. And she's trying to get somebody to volunteer to head up the building committee yeah. to get this home for teenage mothers like off the ground or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sorry. It's actually home for homeless teenage mothers. That's like, it's like the very mouthfully kind of name. But anyway, so she's like, any takers, any takers, like nobody's Nobody. giving a shit like whatsoever. And then Mrs. McCafferty. Yep. Like chimes the fuck up. And she's like, I don't understand you. women. <laughs> what is wrong with you women? Doesn't anyone here have the cojones to step up to the plate? It's always the same. We expect these girls who get pregnant to have the baby, and that's the end of it. No support. They're on their own. Where's Reverend King Kirk? She's the one we need for this project. She's young, she's energetic, and she's dedicated. And she's been involved with girls who've been in these situations. Where's Reverend King Kirk? I don't know. She's usually here. Well, it's time to fish a cut bait, girls. I want to see this happen before I croak. 
So here's the deal. If you can get Reverend King Kirk to get this project up and running by the end of summer, then I will personally finance it. All of it? All $500,000 of it. Cash. <laughs> That's the best part. Cash. Dude, Ethel Ayler could can play like yeah. i love her i want her to be in every episode of every show if ever. only <laughs> what is wrong with you women <laughs> she i love her she brought such like energy to this yeah. like two minute role of hers like it was really fun and then of course that the other woman's like okay all in favor cool and then she like runs out the door like we gotta yeah. find Red lucy <laughs> like <laughs> goes running straight to the church well, yeah, because no one can get a hold of Lucy because yeah. she left her phone charging at home. Pregnant mind. What can we say? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and um, and now she's, you know, she's at the doctor's house, house, doctor's office all day trying to get in with this last minute appointment of hers. So, so the whole town is like looking for Lucy because of this amazing project. Yeah. They need her to lead in order to get the funding to actually make change happen. Yeah. And Lucy is like MIA. <laughs> completely and um, telling everybody if this is the challenge i don't know if i can handle this challenge i know every stupid thing that comes her way is like she thinks that's the challenges that jenny was yeah. talking about like like having to wait in a waiting room and like she's doing like it's almost like she's trying to do a stand-up bit in, yeah. a, in a waiting room for yeah. people that don't give a fuck like she's like she's like talking out loud to herself but also to people about how long this wait is yeah. like just like shut up lucy shut up i think my favorite though is how long have you been waiting eight and a half months <laughs> that was really good i liked it that was a really good like shut the fuck up bitch yeah. moment. <laughs> so lucy's tripping everyone's looking for her this woman goes to eric and is like we need to find her before this woman pulls the funding like we need yeah. to get lucy to agree eric starts like calling everybody to like find lucy mm-hmm. and she calls annie trying to be like have you seen her or whatever and i don't want to get too deep down the annie and ruthie rabbit hole just yet but i love this moment where annie's like just like so chill about it like eric's like okay have you talked to her can you try to find her and annie's like oh she'll turn up i mean she'll come home eventually she's like so she's like chillaxed about it it's so fun okay dear i know that (laughs) i know eric's like at the end of his rope because he can't fucking find his daughter and annie's just like it's fine (laughs) but it's true though she'll show up eventually you have to wait it's not like she ran away like calm down yeah you know um yeah it's really funny so finally eric i mean eric lucy does get home yeah after a long day and she is sitting down and poor kevin has like cooked all the food that she asked yeah. for and everything he's he's like i didn't get the steaks on because i wasn't sure when you could come home but it'll take five minutes like you good, yeah. whatever and she's just like distracted city and she sits down and um he's like oh yeah the whole town's been trying to get a hold of you because of some building project or whatever yeah and kevin's like apparently some woman wants to front half a million dollars to get this project going and she starts bawling yeah and he's like and then he even says something really like special which is rare between these two yeah like he's like he's like dude like look at you like you thought it was gonna take you so long into your career to like make an impact and like have your stamp on this community you know and yeah. here you are you're gonna do it like before you hit 30 you know like yeah that's really impressive like good for you you know he seems like really supportive and like mm-hmm. sweet about the whole thing 
And then she starts bawling and she's like, I can't do it though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why not? Like, it'll be fun. You know, like, like the community's backing you. Like they want this to happen. And it's they totally definitely do. in your wheelhouse, you know, like helping young mothers, like whatever. And she's like, I can't do it. Cause I'm stupid pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she seems genuinely like heartbroken. I don't know if heartbroken is the right word. I think or she just really wasn't expecting. Like, I think she really just didn't think it was going to happen. Like, and I think she went to the doctor to to just to put it out of her head, like in yeah. a final, like sure, one hundred percent sure way, you know. Yeah. And then she totally didn't get the response she was hoping and slash wanting. Yeah. And so now it's like it's all like coming at her real fast you know like this is the challenges that my grandma was talking about like whatever like i have this amazing opportunity i'm also going to be nine months pregnant by the time i'm dealing with it whatever yeah but in true lucy fashion she like pulls it together almost immediately and all she needs is a moment to be like breathe okay yeah and she's got like 15 ideas already yeah like okay so here's how it's gonna go the baby's gonna be due in october which by that time i'll have a building down i'll know (laughs) my people cool i think we should move savannah into her own room because the crib's gonna be too small for her eventually like she's already got it all figured out and like she just needed to like breathe for a second yeah and that's what grandma jenny tells her anyway is like you have the heart of a lion but your heart beats like a hummingbird Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like take it slow don't let yourself get overwhelmed take things as they come that's right like and and not only take things as they come but like know that you can handle it you know and like it's it's not all gonna fall apart like you have worlds of strength inside of you Mm -hmm. and i don't know i really i really kind of liked the button for Lucy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like I really, they really pulled it together for me in the end, just seeing her be like, okay, here's how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and like, she, like it, she, she lets it phase her for like a second. Yeah. But then like her personality kicks in of like, I got it. Yeah. You know, basically she's kind of awesome. I gotta yeah, say she is. I was having this feeling today thinking about this episode and knowing that we were going to talk about it. Like, um, I feel like the character of Lucy Camden or let me, I don't know, like for, I think, I think for Beverly Mitchell, mm-hmm. like as a person, I feel like life imitates art a little bit. Like I think who mm-hmm. Beverly Mitchell seems to be on Instagram anyway, yeah, is very much like inspired by Lucy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that Beverly is like living her life like Lucy Camden. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying like, it seems like the like the like the woman that Beverly Mitchell has become in real life, yeah, is like like Lucy Camden's future. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I hear you. I th- I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like you know, like she like she'll probably have like 15 kids if we're being honest. You know, apparently she's <laughs> fucking fertile myrtle over here. You know, and then and she's but she's on top of it. You know, she's doing 15 million things at once. Yeah, she's handling her business. She's handling the town. She's handling her kids. You know, yeah. like she's doing it all. You know, like yeah, she's like she's got it, man. You know, she is. Yeah, dude. Her Instagram is is insane, dude. Okay. Also, as of this record, her birthday was yesterday. Aww. So happy, happy thirty eighth birthday to Beverly Mitchell. Thirty eight. Hmm. She still looks like a baby sometimes, dude. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's because her face just looks like a child, like not in a bad I know. way. There's just yeah, she and has she, she's and she's young sm- and she's smiling all the time. I know her smile is pretty funny though. I love how it's always like open mouth. Yeah, like, like not not only are her teeth showing, but like her teeth are apart. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like I'm so excited I can't contain it, and I just genuinely think that that's her smile. I like, think so too. I don't know that she knows how to smile with her teeth together. Like, I just don't <laughs> think she can do that. She's like, huh, and it stays there. <laughs> Like you see her walking around just with that smile plastered on, like that's literally just her face. <laughs> so cute. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I'm like I'm optimistic for Lucy. Like yeah. I know this is gonna be a challenge. Like this year is gonna be really um like not easy for her. Yeah. Clearly, you know? But I'm excited for her. Yeah. I do want to bring it up since we have the platform. So our good friend Cheryl um, sent us another email recently. I think it was after we had been talking about um, the episode. I think it was like the and baby makes three episode where we were like talking shit. You know what? I shouldn't say that we weren't talking shit. All I, all I remember saying is like the fact that Lucy was so adamant against having another baby. Cause she's like, it's not we, it's me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? And I remember my point was like, well, I mean, I get that it's your body, but like at the end of the day, the baby will be there and he's willing to take care of it. So really like, yeah, is it that bad, you know, kind of thing. And Cheryl rightfully pointed out that while I might be correct in so far as like, sure, once the baby comes, Mm-hmm. Kevin will be there and it's not like she's going to have to be a single mother mother or whatever. Yeah. But, and I had forgotten this, that Lu- Lucy's first pregnancy was hell, dude. Yeah. She almost died. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was she on was bed rest good. for the second month, like the like, last two months of it. Yeah. Like, it was awful, awful and treacherous for her. And having to, and going through that again, like, is a choice that she might not want to make. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that, not, not to say that she won't have a smooth pregnancy this time around or whatever, but like, you know, true. The evidence being what it is, like, I get it. You know, yeah. like, it, it is, it's more than just let's have another baby. It's risk me dying again, mm-hmm. like being on bed rest again, you know, having to like, I mean, she almost didn't even graduate because of all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like so much could have gone way worse yeah because she was pregnant the first time and matt's not around i know like who's gonna deliver her elevator baby this time (laughs) i I love that it's gonna be an elevator baby (laughs) no this time it'll be like some other like in a taxi cab or something like some other horrific experience (laughs) she's helping and she's helping a teenage pregnant girl and like and then i don't know oh her baby comes yeah (laughs) sympathy labor pains yeah oh my god (laughs) so good um yeah, so anyway, um, that's the story of Lucy in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, right, we've touched on it a little bit. Um, Ruthie is hot off the heels of like Depression Central regarding yeah. Martin. She's still not fully, shall we say, undepressed. Yeah. <laughs> but she seems to be in a slightly better place than she was in the last episode or the mm-hmm. one before that. Insofar as you know, she's she's living her life. You know, she's like going yeah. to school and shit, whatever. But when this meeting thing comes up, um, Annie 
is like, why don't you ditch school and come with me to this meeting thing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and Ruthie's like, really? And she's like, yeah, I feel like you deserve a day off from school. Like, yeah, just to like decompress, whatever, like you've earned it kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I love that. Yeah. I love that Annie is all about like mental health in yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. She's like so on top of it. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> like she's just, I mean, we know this already. This is not a surprise that she's the mother of life. <laughs> um, True. But Anyway, so she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll write you a note. Don't trip. Like, this will be good for you, for us, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when Lucy's like, fuck the meeting, don't go. Yeah. Then they're like, well, cool, you know? And then, well, and I think even Ruthie's like, okay, so should I go to school? And Annie's like, no, it's fine. You're already home. Like, it's chill, you know? (laughs) So cute. I know. So, so then they're like, so then Annie's like, okay, so what do you want to do? Like, you know, it's, it's our day off. Like, what should we do? And Ruthie says the cutest thing. I'd like to do whatever you would normally be doing today. Uh, cleaning, laundry, baking something. Sure that's what you want to do on your day off? No, I just feel like hanging out with you. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm honored. And you know what? We're going to enjoy our day. And we're going to start enjoying our lives, aren't we? Yeah, I've just been taking a little break from the enjoyment, that's all. Ruthie, you can't let a failed first attempt at love ruin your whole perspective on life. Yes, I can. I'm 16. I love you, Ruthie. I know, you have to. You're my mother. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. I got so many, like, I got major real mother and daughter vibes from these two on this episode. It felt so good to see them in this kind of a vibe. I know. And hearing her saying, I'm allowed to, I'm 16. I know. It's like everything is big right Uh, now. I loved that moment too. I loved everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like every single beat of these two together in this episode just felt good. Like it just felt real and awesome. Mm -hmm. And like, I wish the whole show was that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like more I moments wish, like this? I, yeah, I wish that, that that when you think of Seventh Heaven, you don't think of shenanigans. You think of mother-daughter moments like this or, yeah. like, or like family moments like mm-hmm. this that are just so rooted in like realness, yeah. you know? Like all the shit that gets said when they're sitting on top of the 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 washing machines about like root in beer the next beat yeah mm-hmm. where where ruthie's just in a bit of a nihilistic and defeatist yeah mode right now you know like she she wants she's she's feeling depressed she's not yeah. like she can't see the good in life or whatever yeah. and annie's just trying to like impress upon her you know that that it's up to us to find the good in mm-hmm. everything. And if we think about it, if we look at everything through the lens of good, yeah. you, you, you'll find the good in everything. Exactly. And it starts with the glass that they're drinking root beers out of yeah. all the way into, you know, just like the fact that they're, that they're sharing this moment together mm-hmm. right now and all the things that, that had to come together and happen for them to have this, this moment. moment. Yeah. It's just like really fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's I don't complete know. gratitude, is what it is. Yeah, it's awesome. And and then and and she does, and because because Ruthie keeps trying to like cut her off and be yeah. like, but you know, oh, sweatshops, whatever, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. And he's like, okay, the point I'm trying to make, and I will make it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, so help me, do, like <laughs> you know, is da da da, and it's just like God, like yes, yeah. Just, I'm telling you, like if this was what the show was, 
it would be such a better mm-hmm. show for and for everybody <laughs> like, if they really focus on connection yes it would have been nice yes yeah it felt so like it's the this is why or this is the type of stuff that makes shows like this is us good mm-hmm. or like that made parenthood good because it's about these real moments of human connection i just got goosebumps from you saying the titles <laughs> like i got goosebumps from the titles because you think about what that show means and yeah the, and the message it had and the type of show that it was mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it's about these human moments of connection between people yeah and and latching onto that and like milking it you yeah, know for dude. all it's worth and yeah dude it's like it's good when it's mm-hmm. good it's good mm-hmm. you know Ugh. anyway so in the end it does for me anyway cheapen it a little bit when ruthie uses this this like beautiful moment between her and her mom to basically beg for a cell phone and laptop yeah like on the one hand, I don't think that this that this was her malicious no. intent all along. But and I you know, and you know what? I gotta give it up to Ruthie for finding her moment too, because that was the perfect moment to start talking about it. Like, yeah. you know, here Annie is like trying to find the 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 connections and everything. Yeah. And then Ruthie's like, Well, yeah, I mean, just imagine like if I had a laptop, like I could connect to anybody anywhere through email <laughs> and the cell phones and you know, connection and whatever. And and then it really just sort of like provokes itself, kinda, of, you know, like yeah. or promotes itself rather like Annie's at first like okay wait tell me about the cell phone thing again yeah. <laughs> you know like like really break it down for me how you're the only one that doesn't have one yeah you know? she's like you're not exaggerating <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then of course you know we find out that it's something that she and Eric had been talking about anyway and so yeah. now feels like a good as time as any to have that be the next thing that they get you yeah know? and then I love it too when Eric's like do you think we should get cell phones too? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's um, like, even she's like, it's only me and the homeless girl that don't, that don't have cell phones. Dude, which, okay. Cheap shot. I mean, come on. Of yeah. course, Maggie Hamilton doesn't have a cell phone. Dude. Yeah. Like really? Like that's not, that's not something you say. Well. Like, it, like it would have been different if she was like, even Maggie Hamilton has one and yeah. she's homeless. But it's like, really, you have to bring up how the homeless girl doesn't have a cell phone. Like, come on. Yeah. She sings. Okay. To make money. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're never seeing Maggie Hamilton. Of course again. not. That's been confirmed. Also. You want to hear some shit? Uh-huh. I did a little bit of IMDBing today. Uh-huh. You're not going to like it. Uh-oh. Why? We're never seeing Martin again until the new season. What? I know. Okay, so that means this is never going to happen between them. Tell me about it. It's dude. never going to happen. We're in episode 16. There's like five episodes left in the season. Okay. And Martin isn't in any of them. All right. I'm going to say something. Fuck you, Brenda. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fuck you, Brenda. You got my hopes up. God damn it. For no fucking reason. I really I couldn't believe it. Cause okay, because here's here, here's no more started. Here's, really? No Martin here's until how it all started. Season. Because as, as like, coming into this episode, I was suspicious. I was like, okay, where is Martin though, really? Like we haven't seen him for a few episodes now. Like he's gotta come back at some point, you right? know? And then it just got me thinking, like, what if he doesn't? 
what if he doesn't for whatever reason like they because they can just keep writing him out right yeah he's with sandy he's at school whatever it's easy enough to do that yeah and then sure enough i couldn't i couldn't resist so i had to look it up i wonder if we'll see sandy though do you want to know uh-huh we won't see her until the finale of this season oh which again keep in mind Keep in mind this the finale fact. of this season. Yes, by the when this season ended, the they Simon thought it was Papa? the end. <laughs> no, but hear me. When this season ended, they thought it was the end. Oh. So did they fully just not write Martin into the end of the show? Oh, like Ooh. given everything, they found Sandy. They got Sandy in there at the end. They didn't get Martin in at the end. What the fuck is that about, show? So Martin was never supposed to happen? But why? I really don't know. It really, like, shocked me to my core to find that out today. I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I, like, wait, when did I care? (laughs) Well, because it's what we've talked about, right? Like, we've we've been talking about Ruthie and him having this closure moment. Yeah, yeah. Although now that in hindsight, now that we know what we know, I'm wondering if that moment they had was their closure moment, you know? Uh, maybe that was supposed, I, I, to be? supposed to be. I guess. I don't know. I really okay. don't understand it, but there okay. we have it. Writers, I'm giving up on writers trying uh, to understand you. Yeah. Also, listeners, I have also given up on Martin and Ruthie. You don't have to give anything away, but what I want to know is. What the hell were you guys thinking when you were watching the show at this time between Martin and Ruthie? Like, did you guys have high hopes that they would end up to get like, again, you don't have to answer that part, but like the fact that they never saw him and they thought that this was ending. I know this is the saddest part like this. I know. I don't know what's going to happen in season 11, but this I know. That's right. So comment if anybody wants to, you know, chat with us. Yeah, let us know. I'm actually I'm curious curious because I care. I know. And it's not happening. I know. Although, isn't it though? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't know. Because we know he'll be back for 11. I, I'm giving up. He and Sandy are back for 11. Okay, but I'm still giving up. All right. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so either. Because uh-uh. I know Ruthie's like barely in 11. She's only in like a handful of episodes in 11. So I'm just going to see mostly Lucy and Kevin. Yeah, it's mostly Lucy and that Kevin. That dry couple. Sorry. <laughs> mostly Lucy and Kevin. I think a little bit of Matt sprinkled in. Maddie. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Why does my voice always go there when I think because of that? Because it's Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. I get it. Um, okay, so Simon and Rose. Um, ew, 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 ew. I just, yeah. Just, just, just leave. Huh? Yeah. Please just, just walk out it. the door. Just leave. Get out. No. Yes. And her tone with Eric. I just, blah, blah. Dude. All of it. So, Okay, where we left off the previous episode was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Annie stuck her foot in her mouth. Not really. really. Not really at all, but Rose made it a whole thing. Well, because oh, Rose is always a thousand steps ahead in her own scheming that she can't help but <sighs> think know. that everybody else is That's doing the right. same. She's so busy making the, her web of lies that yeah. everyone else is also scheming against her. Um, and so she and Simon are in a big fight about Sandy or the yeah. fact that he slept with Sandy. Yeah. Mind you we learn that he has not spoken to either Eric or Annie since that day. Yeah. Because he's like radio silencing them. Mm -hmm. So when Eric is trying to get a hold of Lucy, yeah, he calls Simon 
as just like a last ditch effort of like, have you heard from her? I need to get a hold of her kind of thing. Yeah. And that's when Rose picks up the phone mm-hmm. and, oh, no, wait, I, I missed the beat where. Oh, he does talk to he Simon. Do, he, yeah, he talks to Simon because that's where he gently mentions that. You know, it's not like Rose doesn't also have a past or whatever. And so Simon jumps on that little nugget and Mm -hmm. is like, that's right. Yeah, she can't talk shit. What about her ex-boyfriends and da-da-da, you know, whatever. So So now that's the new fight they're having that they're in the middle of. And so when Eric calls again, Rose picks up the phone and is like, uh oh no no <laughs> that's not how it's gonna go down and then eric's like i can't do this right now can i call you back and she's Seriously. like if you don't i'll call you back or whatever okay so when he finally gets around to calling her back she brings up how yes she had an ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and yes she slept with him yeah but they broke up when they went to college yeah, because they went to separate colleges and mm-hmm. so whatever. And so Eric simply is like asking questions about this ex of hers, right? Yeah. Like doing what Eric does, which is not necessarily trying to drive a wedge yeah. between anybody, yeah. but just like asking questions, you know, like yeah. probing slash prying in the way that mm-hmm. he does. I just want him to see how happy I am with Simon. It sounds like you're trying to make him jealous. It also sounds like you're still connected, like you haven't let go of the relationship entirely. I love your son, okay? No, it's not okay, because despite the fact that you love him, I don't think you two are ready to get married yet. I think you're still getting to know each other. You really don't like me, do you? I'd like you a lot more if you weren't in such a rush to get married. And yes, you know, I do... Kind of like you, Rose. You know, more than kind of even. And you want to know why? Because you're direct. You can hold up your end of an argument or a conversation, you know. And although, well, you have a certain... Uh, Arrogance? Confidence. You know, underneath it all, you're, you're a decent young woman. I just think you'd have a better chance of a, of a good marriage if you take a little more time. And do what? See my old boyfriend again? See if I still have feelings for him? That's not what I... I'm not sure how Simon would feel about that, but I'll ask him. I mean, you're his father, and you're the one who suggested it, and this is part of your work, right? Counseling people? Okay, I've got to run, but thanks. Couldn't even get a word in. This scene was going really well. Yeah. Until her fucking inner bitch came out. Yeah. Like, she's literally trying to pit Simon against his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nightmare scenario. I can't. You know how to pick them. Mind you, when Eric is debriefing with Annie later in the kitchen. Yeah. Do you do you remember what he says to her? He says to Annie that they that maybe they've been dealing with the wrong person all along. That maybe Rose is the more level headed person in this relationship that that they could probably like get her to agree oh. that this is go moving too fast blah 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 and i'm like all you did in this moment with her is fucking fuel her fire yeah and give her more of the gas to like go forward and pits and get simon against you to like marry her to spite you guys and shit you know what i mean yeah. like 
it's not working. Whatever you guys think mm-hmm. you're doing is failing epically. Oh. It's a nightmare. Yep. Uh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing this relationship crash and burn. I know, right? I mean, it, it's, it has to... When yeah. everyone is on board that they don't like her. I will I will say, though, that I don't think the mentioning of this ex-boyfriend of hers was for nothing. I, I think that this is going to mean something or, or that it's not insignificant. You know what I mean? You think like the ex-boyfriend is going to come around to play for a, for a bit? No, because I, I don't know. But there was like a slight crack in her facade when Eric mentions that maybe she still has feelings for him mm-hmm. and maybe that she hasn't fully let go of him because why are you still just still hanging on to this guy if you're so in love with Simon and you so want to marry him and like yeah. like and, and I th- and Eric nails it like you are trying just trying to make him jealous like yeah. I just wanted to see how happy I am with Simon blah 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 and it's like yeah. why would you even give a fuck about him if you didn't care you know what I mean exactly and if you're so past it that's right that's right. You wouldn't even be thinking about him if you yeah. were so past it. Like, come on, Rose. You yeah. know? So, again, I don't think it's for nothing. I think there's going to be something there. Like, I don't know. but I think so. Like, it feels significant in a way. It does bother me, though, that, like, so there's that whole scene between Rose and Simon, mm-hmm. right, where they're arguing after Simon goes to her and, and is like, well, what about your past? And so she's like, well, yeah. what about my past? I had one ex-boyfriend who I only slept with after four years of dating before yeah. I came to college and like, da da da. And you just fucked everyone in your, in your path, you know? And yeah, whatever. And, and then he has to be like, but I love you and I want to be your first, last and da da da. And she's like, okay, you're right. Like she's so, like it's like it's like she just needs to know that you're defeated and then yeah. she'll soften. Like mm-hmm. she's the worst, bro. She's not yeah. even playing fair. And then and then of course she's like, I'm gonna be the last person you ever sleep with, and you can see Simon like He's not like, huh? digging it. <laughs> not digging it. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, where is he? When when Rose and Eric are having this yeah, conversation, where is he? I don't know. Where was he? Mm. He's not at the house, right? No. No. Interesting. Them. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I'm 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 feeling the house begin to shake. You know what I mean? The, the house time. of cards is beginning to tremble. It needs to already. I'm sick of the story. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's gonna drag though through the end of the season. 16 at least. episodes in. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, so five left. Okay. Have you <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> God. What were you gonna ask me something? I well I don't know how I feel about this episode. Like, I like it, but it also made me feel like it's a little dull. I don't know how to explain it. I I love this thought because this is perfect segue into ratings anyway. But is it me or did you feel like the beginning of the season started super fucking strong? Yeah. And now it's like losing steam. Yeah. It's been a lot of like nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. A bunch of those episodes back to back now where they keep they keep giving us the false sense of like they're laying groundwork for something. Yeah. And then it's just never leading to anything. No. And I like, I don't know. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's like blue ballsy a little bit mm-hmm. at this point. I'm like, okay, can we get to some kind of a point? Like, yeah. where is this all going? You know, like, like even for Lucy and Kevin now, like, 
okay, so they're going to have a second kid. That's that's not a big deal because that's not even, again, if this is the last season, if the baby's due in October, we're not even going to see, see this baby. So who yeah. cares, right? Yeah. Like, again, so what is your point? Like, where, like, where are you going with the end of the season? Yeah. You know, with, with- is it going to be this project? Maybe. But is that enough? Like, is that is that just the end of your story that you're going to build this home for the homeless mothers? And like, that was all your purpose in life anyway? Like, okay, fine. Like, hmm. for Ruthie, where is this going? Like, is she just going to pine for Martin forever? Like, what? Like, where are we going with any of this shit? Exactly. You know? Wait, how, um, what grade is Ruthie in? She's I'm going to say 10th. Yeah. Yeah. If she's 16, hmm. that tracks. Yeah, because she pantsed Martin at school, and that was her freshman year. It would have been, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is And that was last year. Like, yeah, yeah. That was like season nine. See, now that is really weird, because you're telling me that this girl's only going to be in a handful of episodes next season, right. and yet she's in high school. Well, yeah, but the show is ending anyway, so it's fine. No, I know, but like, okay, so where where are you taking her? Oh, I you see get what, what you're I'm saying. saying. Like, 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 how are they going to write her out yeah. of the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. How are they going to write any of them out of the show? Like, because they're, I mean, none of them are in the full season except Lucy. Like, mm. I don't even know. I think Simon's probably in a few. He'll probably pepper in. I mean, he has to. If Sandy's coming back. But see, Martin's there. Martin's a full-timer in season 11. Sandy's a full-timer in season 11. The fuck? I don't think... I really don't think Simon's peppering, if, I'm, if, I, if I remember correctly. He might pepper, like, once or twice, but that's barely a pepper. That's, like, that's like one flake, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a pepper, Molly? Like, a thing of pepper? Flake? Well, yeah. If it's red pepper, but what about black pepper? <laughs> this pepper and that pepper anyways um anyway so yeah i don't want to think too far about what that what's what's to come except for this season like i will say it does feel very like like hurry up and wait you know it's like come on like five episodes left bro like give me something don't save it all for the finale geez you know i think that's what they're doing and it's just one hour so it's like come on I mean, technically, it's a two-parter, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Usually, they, they give you all the suspense in the first episode. Yeah. Episode, and then they, they wrap just it all up. All like, bye. So, like, a whole series worth of shit's going to be wrapped up in one hour? Like, come on. Ugh. It's what it does best. It's what they do. So, anyway. So, that being said, mm-hmm. I'm ready to give this episode one thumb up and one thumb down. Same. And really the thumb up is the Annie and Ruthie stuff. Like I loved that stuff so much. Mm -hmm. All of their business with each other was just so lovely and like delicious, you know, like it was just nice. It's the only part with heart Mm. in the best way. Well, plus Lucy's ending, but mm, whatever, I'll take it or leave it. Like, it's fine. You know, how many times have we seen her like have this amazing moment and then like the next episode, she's an idiot again. Uh, So that might happen. Yeah. Oh, well. So yeah, pretty solid effort again. Yeah. Like shame because the show started so strong in this season. Yeah. But it's been a couple of downers recently. (sighs) We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um. All right. Any observations? No. 
Me neither. Nah. Let's put this baby to bed. That's going to do it for us, folks. Thanks for listening. You know where to find us on the social meds. You know how to send us an email. Let us know what y'all were thinking mm-hmm. back in 2006 yeah. as the series was coming to a close. Yeah. How did you feel about the Martin thing? Yeah. How did you feel about any of these characters in general? Like, mm-hmm. we want to hear from you guys. It's very, like, interesting. And also tell us, did you have a laptop? What was your cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true, too. Like, that would be interesting to know. I wonder demographic wise too right like like we were about the same age as simon Mm -hmm. when this was airing yeah but i can imagine that it was like several young people watching the show when this was airing too yeah so like you'd be here i'd I'd be interested to know sort of demographically like were you at a time in your life where you would have had a cell phone anyway or were you like much too young you know (laughs) i don't know um anyway until next time bye bye